0: You're listening to the My Three Picks Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Ages. On each episode of the show, we'll be talking with some really interesting people who will be sharing three of their favorite pictures with us. Maybe it'll be pictures they've been in, pictures they've taken, or pictures they just really like. But the common thing between all the pics will be that there's something important or meaningful to those pictures that has had an impact on their lives somehow. So sit back, get comfortable, and let's get on with the podcast. All right, welcome to episode eight of the My Three Picks podcast. I can't believe how this podcast is just chugging along. It feels like literally yesterday it started. But um, I've been looking forward to today's podcast a lot because I'm interviewing a photographer from Malta. Now, for those of you who haven't heard of Malta before, uh, it's a tiny island country. It's about 120 kilometers off the coast of Sicily in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, it's also the country where my dad was born and where I spent a lot of my life when I was a kid. So I'm very familiar with it. So, in my, But in my opinion, and especially as, as an adult and as a photographer, uh, in my opinion, it's a photographer's paradise in terms of having amazing locations literally at every corner, uh, tons of history, great sunlight, and amazing culture. So I've shot there. It's, it's gorgeous. It's, it's a must-go um so my guest today is Ines Barr did Ines did I say that properly
1: yeah it, it's fine um, okay well
0: no tell us tell us tell us how you would say it
1: uh yeah I would say Ines but it doesn't it it's very random because I'm actually German so in German everybody says Ines
0: okay well I'll go with um, Ines I'll go with Ines
1: okay perfect. okay
0: <laughs> so my guest
1: name so you can use whatever
0: <laughs> okay my guest today is Ines Bar. She is based in Malta. As she said, she's originally from Germany um, and she studied there, but literally after she finished her studies in political science and Spanish, she took off. Like she literally took off and she, she moved to Brazil. She may have, you know, she moved, she may have been other places, but she's moved to Brazil uh, to do an internship. Then she moved to Cuba to run a tour agency, guidebook and a blog. And now she finds herself in Malta. So, one island to the next welcome to the show Ines
1: thank you thank you so much for having me yeah
0: as my dad as my dad said to me a lot when I was uh, a kid and he'd talked to other people who would moved around the world a lot like he called them like rolling stones and I was like oh yeah okay I guess that's where that word gets that meaning so you've you've really gotten around
1: yeah my grandma calls me a butterfly
0: <laughs> okay yeah
1: <laughs> yeah um I don't know. It just kind of happened. I was always interested in traveling.
2: I would yeah. say, yeah. And that's
1: actually how I got interested in photography as well, because I kind of wanted to capture like what I saw. Right. Um, ever since I was a kid, basically, because my parents already like were super keen on traveling and yeah, uh, showing me the world, basically. So
0: yeah. And were you like, were you in, were you into art and kind of imagery when you were a kid?
1: yeah definitely so my dad he also he's not a professional photographer but he's um very um good and he loves photography and he's my parents actually grew up in Romania mm-hmm. and he had like his own dark room and he went okay. through like a whole process with photography because it wasn't so easy for them to get the the films and everything right, right. so he um like already raised me with that kind of passion that like an image can provoke so I I like doing that I think I had my first camera when I was maybe I don't know eight okay but I never really thought that I could do it as like a career so right (laughs) kind of just happened
0: (laughs) I don't know I don't know if any photographer like you know as a as a kid or when they were young were like this is this is it like I can I think they would be in the the minority a lot of a lot of people just kind of you know, feel it's, feel it's like a calling and they move towards it. Probably.
1: Um, I always loved like arts in general. Um, yeah. Well, uh, everything visual, basically. Or movies, uh, big movie fan.
0: Yeah. Still cool. Too much, probably. <laughs> especially, especially in the pandemic, right? Lots of movies. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got to, I've got to ask because of my background. And I feel like I, I'm like an unofficial ambassador for Malta because I'm always talking it up to people. But I've got to ask: so, why why the move to Malta?
1: Oh, it was very. We kind of um, so my partner he is actually from Havana. So um, we when we decided to move to Europe, we kind of just um, looked at like different places, and then Malta ticked like most of the boxes.
2: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> then we were, we're like um okay let's just try it and we just moved here and that was like three and a half years ago so okay. we're still going
0: <laughs> nice and what what part of the island do you live in
1: uh, i live in slima okay. so um yeah we actually like we moved around three times but we always moved around in slima okay it's kind of a compromise because i like big cities right and there is no big city in Malta, so that's like the closest we can get
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no kidding um and so currently, you you work in addition to being a photographer, you do a lot of content creation, yeah, and marketing and stuff like Malta. Malta has developed. I mean, you've, you've been there three years, but you, you I'm sure you've been witness to kind of the incredible growth that's kind of gone on there.
2: Um, and and
0: that's been going on for like a decade. It's been it's been growing like crazy. Do yeah, you, do you um do you tap a lot into uh, clients who've moved to the island to to start their businesses there have you really Um, taught
1: yeah um and I work a lot with people who come here for like I work a lot with especially in photography with tourists that come here or people who come here to and want like any kind of pictures Mm. um, be it like on the holiday or be it for their own marketing and stuff and through that I met like a lot of people who are like sort of dipping their toe into malta or i met a wonderful lady who started a tour business um for australians to bring okay. them here because she's also like she has maltese roots okay and she has like a huge passion so i met a lot of people who um come here to create something or right. plan on creating something here
0: right well, that's cool
2: and,
1: yeah, that's kind of what I love about the island as well is that like very big community of so many different people.
0: It really is. I know there's a lot of a lot of people end up there doing stuff. But I again like it, I think the commercial growth there that's that's happened is really um you know, more, more so than people just visiting and leaving, like people are actually choosing to go and stay and leave. Oh, exactly.
1: It's insane.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah.
1: I mean, now obviously this year it's changed a bit, but the last couple of years, like you can also see it in the rent prices and it's just insane. Mm -hmm. And how many people are in this little rock. It's weird.
0: (laughs) It's unbelievable. So, so listeners who are thinking about, um, going and visiting, uh, be prepared. <laughs> it's dense. There's a lot of, there's a lot of density. on. Yeah. There.
1: Especially in the summer.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, what do you, what do you like? What do you like most about, um being a photographer in Malta?
1: Oh, <laughs> so many things. So many things. <laughs> um, I love, I love, um, first of all, like the light here is amazing. Like you already said in the introduction, it's just, yeah. um, it's just gorgeous you have so many places that you can um shoot in and then you meet Mm -hmm. so many different people as well that you can capture be Mm -hmm. it like people that are based here um Mm -hmm. models for like whatever reasons or like people that visit as well yeah so i like that a lot um yeah, everything.
2: Yeah, I, know. I I mean,
1: <laughs> I love that it gets me out of the house too. I love that, like it, every time I go somewhere, I think like, oh, this is a cool location, and then I'm right. like, I was like, here, I want to shoot. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I know. I've, I mean, I, I, I actually, my family was in Slima too. So when I was growing up, I, I was like, oh, in cool. Slima all the time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, as as you say, like I think literally at every corner there's like, and I mean, I'm sure Cuba was the same way. Like yeah. you, you, there's just, it's so rich as like a background for, for photos and the light is incredible. Right. I think with the stone and I think for, for lots of people, many people I'm sure who haven't been there, but like the stone is, is, uh, just has this incredible color to it. Yeah. Uh, and it's perfect for photography and also the colors. Like, and I think we as we describe, uh, as we look at some of your photos too, you'll see um, just some of the colors that come out. So, so why don't we do that? Why don't we, why don't we jump right into the first one? Um, and maybe you can tell us about, uh, image number one. Um, and why you chose that one?
1: Uh, which is the one with the red dress, right?
0: That's right. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I tried to pick, um, I mean, it's not maybe the most representative for the, um, gorgeous of the nature in Malta. Um, i this image because it was um, a collaboration that we did and it was the first image that got published in a magazine that I okay. took nice um, and it kind of for me it also represents like so the model she actually reached out to me and she's pretty experienced um, uh-huh. and I love working with her
2: yeah
1: and um, I love the fact that like this image just we just went with it like she yeah. I was just shooting and i just told her like roughly do this do that and then i just let her do whatever she wanted sure sure and then this kind of just um like developed and i I really liked the shot because like um she has like this longing look like Uh kind of melancholy but she's in this like mediterranean environment with the sunshine and everything so i kind of like this like contrast
0: and i think i've looked at I've looked at some of the, your other photos and i I would encourage everybody to go and check out your photography on your instagram page and I'll put the link to that in the notes to the pod section podcast um because you've done you've done other work with this model before too, right yeah. and she 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 uh yeah destiny has that kind of like longing kind of melancholic look yeah. i think in some of her photos, but I think you do a really nice job of kind of capturing capturing those moments, you know, that she's in, she's doing that. But for me too, like in this photo, it's, it's the dress too, right? Like, yeah, it's kind of everything, every, you know, she was wearing a pair of jeans and like a, a, like a kind of ratty old sweater. You'd be like, okay, well, yeah, she's on the, she's on the dock, but she's in heels and she's got this red dress on too, right? Like it's kind of, it's kind of stark.
1: The kind of vibe that we wanted to, I don't know. Do you know um, the talented Mr. Ripley? yeah of course yeah. um and because we were looking because this it's it's been like a weird shoot because she was just reaching out and she just had a baby and she said like can we shoot in port which is this location because yeah. it's yeah. close to home and it's easier for me and i i was like all right so what can we do there and then we kind of developed this idea of just like like nostalgic vacation kind of thing with this like mood where she's like in this melancholy feeling and we picked like a few dresses that she actually owns okay which are all like pretty fancy dresses yeah and then like the whole thing was like kind of she's like waiting for somebody and she's like in this melancholic mood and like, mm. it developed really nicely it was a really nice shoot
0: yeah where did um, you sorry go ahead go ahead
1: yeah sorry no let me
0: I, I was just gonna say, like when you when you were when you when you start to do a shoot, do you always kind of craft like a, a story to it or a narrative or a mood board for your shoot?
1: Yeah, usually I do. So yeah. it's it's something. So I've not been doing this for too long, right? So I I kind of learned as I go. But right now, I really have every time I have like an idea what yeah. I want to shoot, and then of course it usually develops maybe into something different. Always. <laughs> but,
2: <laughs> always
1: but i always come with like uh an idea or i see something that inspires me and then i go on pinterest and kind of look for a mood okay yeah so i can send it to the model or the makeup artist or like everybody who's collaborating with me
2: right right or
1: even if it's for a job then i send it to the owner of the brand and okay. we maybe develop a board together right um Cause it helps with them to envision my idea. Sure. Um, sometimes you can tell them like with words, but they don't really get it exactly. So you show them a few pictures, and obviously we are not copying the poses, or we are not copying exact pictures. Yeah. But I do get kind of a mood, like, or I pick something from a movie, as I already said. <laughs> I'm a huge movie fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and then I kind of see um what you can do in terms of outfits and then like that's how the idea sort of comes together.
0: Yeah. Okay. And like you mentioned that this model specifically reached out to you, but like on the island, are there are there agencies that you work with too or
1: yeah there are. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah there's there's a few. (laughs) There's a few. Um, And yeah so sometimes we do that. Uh usually so far we've been either the model reaches out to me or reach out to the model and then to the agent okay so like if, if the model is with an agency obviously then i contact the agent
0: yeah yeah
1: um so yeah yeah it's um sometimes hard to and every time somebody's visiting we like try to get to, everybody tries to shoot with the model right 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 <laughs> because it's a small place
2: yeah um,
1: but yeah it's nice because they kind of develop as well like a nice relationship to the models that are based here
0: yeah and, and even
1: like friendships, and then you just message yeah, them you up for right. a shoot, and usually
0: they say yes so yeah, yeah are you um and you mentioned this earlier, we were talking about just the the community of uh photographers and such on the island yeah. is that a pretty is it a pretty tight little community or
1: um I wouldn't say well. Mm, you kind of know everybody because it's such a small place like you even if you don't know them personally you know their instagram
2: sure sure Um,
1: but i do feel like that there's a lot of support um especially with like kind of the the people that are like in the same stage of their career or that are young and just moved here yeah um or even like already sometimes established photographers right um you want to connect with them and sometimes it's a bit hard because sometimes people are very protective of their like work, their clients. They don't really, um, want to give away any secrets. I think that's not only in Malta, but obviously being so small. Sure. uh, Yeah. Yeah. uh, But we do, um, meet up a lot with like different photographers, like I already said before. And then we try to shoot each other. I just had like a shoot like this this week. Yeah. Um, I'm not a good model.
0: <laughs> but I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> wouldn't say but that. it's
1: always fun because you can learn how other people work. You know, you see yeah. what they see and you can learn from each other, which is really nice.
0: Have you heard? I mean, I know there's a couple quite famous uh, Maltese uh, photographers. Um, and I say famous, like, you know, however yeah. famous that is. I don't know. I don't I don't have a benchmark for that. But um <clears throat> Um I think one's name is Steph Galia. Galea? Do you know who you're, her? No,
1: I don't know her.
0: Yeah, you should look her up. She's she's
1: probably I've seen her work, but I don't like the, yeah. the, the name. The name doesn't
0: bring me. Yeah. <clears throat> she's she's um she does some pretty cool stuff. Um where did you where did you learn uh about photography? Like where did you learn oh. the craft?
1: <laughs> yeah, so I just learned as I go. like, as I and, went, that's, like
0: and that's a perfectly acceptable answer. <laughs> that's a perfectly yeah. acceptable answer.
1: Yeah. I, um, like I said, I've never thought of doing this as like a career. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of just, I, it was always my hobby. And back in Cuba, I worked a lot with photographers. Okay. Um, showing, cause it was like when, when I lived there, it was like the, the moment of like where everybody sort of discovered, uh, the island and thought they should move there and okay. see something there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a lot of photographers um, did projects there, and I helped them like coordinate and translate and find locations and that okay. Kind of
2: stuff. okay.
1: Um, and I always like doing like you know having my camera with me and capturing everything right as a hobby. and then I, um, when I became freelance first with marketing here in Malta, I said, like, I want to do something that is not me being in front of the computer. okay. So I started like doing photo walks with people. Um, yeah. first just like, cause I thought like, okay, what can I do? Okay. I'm not bad at photography. So I went like with people and we shot like in Valletta yeah. and, and then more and more was like me shooting the other people. And then I realized, Oh, this is something I could do.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then I kind of, yeah. And then it just kind of developed and I did workshops and I looked okay. up You know, there's so much resources right now. So now is a good time to learn.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
1: uh, Yeah. And then when I realized I wanted to do fashion is um, we went to Romania for a trip with my parents. And then afterwards, me and my partner, we were in Bucharest for a few days. And I booked a workshop with a photographer. Mm -hmm. And he had a model. And it was actually the first time I shot a model. Okay. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) This is so much. It's fun because you create something together. It's not right. just me picturing her, you know. Yeah. Um. And then I kind of learned as I went. You know? Right. It's like, so it's a process. I'm still learning a lot.
0: Oh, we're all we're all learning. I don't. I don't. I don't. Um. I don't believe because I mean so much of so much of photography is, um, you know, working on set. Or, you know, working on location. Yeah. And and that can throw, uh, wrenches into the work all the time, you know, like even if you're the most, uh, professional, professional photographer out there, like nature or the element can just change something, you know, that, that, uh, force you to kind of work on the fly. And I think that's one thing that, yeah. um, a lot of photographers like too, is they like that kind of, um, I don't know what the word would be uh kind of chance of just being in the moment, you know, and, t- and capturing something, I think something, some great stuff. So what, you know, I think we're all learning and everybody's yeah. got space to learn. So, um, but speaking of that, and, and, and you, and you brought up the, the, uh, the fashion piece of it. So yeah. like a lot of your work that I've seen is, is that, um i don't know what i'd call it like you do you know you do some weddings like you do like the kind of more uh, travel related kind of yeah. commercial commercial work um so shifting to fashion is is a different animal in some ways right like so yeah, you, you you know you're you're in the studio um sometimes you're you're working with kind of uh you know artificial light sources and, yeah. and strobes and stuff like that have you have you found your groove as far as that goes or is that still, I'm kind of still
2: learning still learning
0: yeah for
1: me studios actually like people always say "Oh, studio i love it because i'm in control of the light and i like, get yeah. control of everything and for me it's very challenging like the technical part of it just to learn like how all the strokes work and like how to put the lights and how they work. And it's, it's like, it's fun discovering it, but it's very challenging.
0: For to me also. too. For me too.
1: Yeah. It's fun. Um, yeah. it's great. Cause you can do so much in the studio. Um, yeah. I usually shoot at home and just set up like a little studio environment, yeah. but I'm developing more and more in that direction.
0: Yeah. No, it's, um, it's tough. I, I feel the same way. I think I feel much more comfortable shooting just natural light.
1: Yeah. Cause what, it's, um yes, of course, you're not in control, but it's interesting and you can just move around. You can move the model around, but it's like you have to, with the lights, you have to adjust so much in the yeah. studio. And then there's like the technical part of it as well, like which yeah. set the best. But yeah. it's fun discovering it. It's actually uh nice to learn it.
0: Yeah. I think there's so many, I mean, just back to the Malta thing too for a moment. There's so many amazing buildings there you know to yeah. to kind of set up studios with like super high ceilings and and the light yeah. it's just i think it's so great so
1: yeah actually we are lucky enough to live um in a very good apartment that is um on um on the last floor and we have a big terrace as well so okay. we have like we shoot a lot in my place just cuz it's very convenient
0: <laughs> yeah yeah well no that's the best that's the best way to do it i mean and yeah yeah
1: uh, and as you know it's hard to find like space on this island so we have like a pretty big place with a big terrace which oh, we have like a view all over sima so it's like very oh,
2: nice
1: good to um shoot in here and that's also what kind of things also like always fall into place for me and my
2: photography sure. <laughs> sure. I, yeah. like we
1: moved here and then with this place i was like hmm, now i can actually like learn more about the studio and i can actually have people here to shoot in and yeah um yeah. Yeah. That's actually how.
0: Yeah. How, how would you, I, I mean, just, I, before we get on to the next image, I just like, do you, yeah. how would you, how would you kind of characterize your, your style, would you say? Just both well, in, both in terms of like your portraits and all your work. Like, how would you. It's so you def- hard for me. Yeah.
1: I still feel I'm like developing my style more and more. Yeah. But I would say a bit more like, I, I try to sit like natural and I try to, more I capture like movement and moments instead of like okay. poses, I would say, sure, obviously sure. it it's when you capture a model, like you have an idea how a shot looks like, yeah, but um it's not like oh you you have to do this pose, and it has to be sure. exactly like this. It's more like I kind of wanted like a bit more flowing, and then when it comes to weddings and couples and families, it's I try to leave it as natural as possible, yeah. I try to give them like directions because obviously people like me are uncomfortable in front of the camera. (laughs) (laughs) So I try to give them something to do and, you know, capture them as they go.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And I think for that, it's very clear when it comes to my other work, my portraits and fashions. very hard for me to describe my style. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Do you find like, are you, do you find if you were to, you don't have to you don't have to give me like a, an absolute number here but would, how much of your work would you say do you focus on being a photographer versus being a content specialist marketer kind of person
1: um oh that's an interesting question so i would say when it's for a client then it's like 80% focusing on what they want to do with the image yeah um, and when it's for me creatively, I would say then it's eighty um, percent what like I want to capture, and then twenty percent I think about how I could post it. But usually, also it's I shoot a lot, and then obviously the images that I pick to post yeah. are the ones that I know. Um, I know that they like. For example, I do a lot of um, not a lot, of, a lot of portrait format instead of landscape. Mm-hmm. For in Instagram posts because I know that it performs better on Instagram.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then the others I put on my website, but I'm kind of breaking it lately because I'm thinking like I just want to shoot and then I post my work and right. don't focus so much on. But usually it's, it's when it's for a project that I want to do
2: and mm-hmm. photography
1: first. And if it's for a client, I would say it's the purpose first and then the the setup it. of the. Image. That okay. makes sense
0: yeah it does no it does make sense yeah thanks for thanks for answering that um let's let's go to your second image do you want to talk about the wedding shot
1: yeah um, okay. i was laughing because i was the moment i sent it i was like for sure he's gonna ask me why i sent this photo. <laughs> um because it's not like if you look at it i mean it's an it's an okay photo it's a nice photo yeah it's yeah. not like the most artistic one it's not the most like the lighting is not perfect um They are quite cropped, but it's um for me it represents a lot of what I like to do for like weddings and couples and um just like capturing that kind of emotion and that kind of moment.
2: Because it was a
1: picture. So the couple on the on the pictures, those are my very best friends. Um they're like almost like family. We used to live together back when I was in university. Um And they actually, we started off as friends and then they um, became a couple and now they're actually married, which is, um, and I was like there for the whole journey, which
2: is
1: also very emotional. And then I got to capture their wedding, um, which is very nice for them, like to ask me to be the photographer. Um, And it was, I was very proud in that moment. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, It's
0: good. I mean, this is like, and again, I think kind of one of the nice things about uh, this podcast, but also, um, just about, uh, you know, the, the the photographic journey of a photographer, right. It's like, sometimes you, they're not all, they're not always the cover shots, right. Sometimes they are, uh, some things that you're particularly proud of. So you're right. I did. I was kind of, I got this image and I was like, okay, well, Typically we kind of stay away from like family shots and wedding shots because, yeah. but, um, but I was happy to hear, you know, I'm, 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 I'm happy to hear the story and just hear that, you yeah, know.
1: Yeah. Cause that's, yeah. that's why I sent it. Cause I was like, cause I, it always hurt to me to pick like meaningful pictures and I picked, so I felt like I picked two that are like very representative of like my journey as like, let's say like a fashion portrait photographer or uh-huh. like a commercial. For my career yeah. and i picked this one because we were talking about like before um the joy an image can provoke or like the emotions that you can feel when you look at an image and the story one image can tell so i felt like this would be good for the podcast to highlight yeah. the like, personal side
0: no i think it's great i think and i actually
1: picked this one it's not my favorite one from this wedding but it's the couple's favorite one
0: okay
2: so okay. that's why
1: i picked it um and yeah and um, there's we just had done like a first look kind of okay um and then we were done and we were waiting to go to the church and they were like just we were just joking and i was just standing there waiting and then i just snapped that picture nice um and i made it black and white because they like black and white a lot so yeah
0: yeah yeah that's and great for
1: me song. it was like a very special moment to be there Yeah, like I I like doing weddings in general because you always get like very personal um, with the clients, and you ideally have like a vibe with them. Yeah, but obviously this wedding was like more special because those are like very dear friends of mine.
0: Yeah, no, I get it. it.
1: Um, and this wedding was in September, and I still like their family and them and their friends, they still, when they hear about me, they are like, oh, the pictures are so nice. And we still yeah. look at the pictures <laughs> with so much joy. And this is exactly what I like.
0: Oh, no, it's great. About
1: this kind of photography.
0: Yeah, totally. I think it's so, a great uh, shot. It's a, thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks for submitting it. It was a great shot.
1: <laughs> yeah, they were happy that I did. So I actually yeah. asked your permission, but they were happy that well,
0: like, that's great. they ended up here. That's awesome. All right. so. You also, I mean, you work in a creative industry, right? Like yeah. you're a photographer, you're also a marketer, you're a content developer. There are there t- and it's you're running your own business, right? Yeah. So are there times, particularly as a as a photographer, where you just you're tired of the hustle of looking oh, for yeah. clients? Like how do you how do you push through that?
1: Um, it's a good question because I just went came out of a face like that. <laughs> I was like, okay. oh my god. Nothing is going for it. And I'm very impatient, which yeah. is, um, and I know this is a journey and it takes a while, so Like especially as a photographer. I've been doing this for, let's say, professionally, maybe a year and a half, two years tops. Okay,
2: okay.
1: Um, I know it takes time, but I'm like super um, impatient. So I was mm. like, I want things to happen now. <laughs> mm. I want to be good now. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of learn to allow myself to kind of um, use those, like, lows to um, just do something else. Like, again, watch a movie Mm -hmm. Uh, or do something, like, I started, like, when I feel overwhelmed with like this and that I have to create something and that I'm maybe not creative enough or not as creative as others or Mm -hmm. that I don't get as many bookings. Mm -hmm. When I, like now I felt like, okay, um, I try to do as many collaborations as possible. Okay. I try to re-edit old pictures to to kind of see my progress So that helped me a lot with, um, because I I have so much to learn when it comes to editing and I'm practicing a lot. and uh, Again, did workshops and um, read a lot about it and watch videos. So when I do, for example, one of the first shots I did with a professional model, I go back to it once in a while and re-edit those images. And then I see like, oh, wow, (laughs) you made a progress.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so that helps a lot. And, um, yeah, kind of connect with others as well who might go for the same thing that helps me as well. Do you do, um,
0: I mean, just yeah. in, tr- in, in terms of some of that learning you talked about too, I mean, and going back and editing like earlier photos. Yeah. Um, and I know this is like a real kind of geeky <laughs> nuts and bolts kind <laughs> of question, but like, for all for all the photographer geeks out there like what do you what do you do to what what tools do you use to edit your photos
1: so it depends what kind of photos like i usually just put everything in lightroom because just it helps me to like sort everything out and to yeah. like um, adjust the lighting and then i um depends on the picture if it's just like family shots I usually just stick with Lightroom yeah because you don't have to do that much retouching you just like the light yeah um and then for the fashion or portraits I just and then I open them in in Photoshop and I do like the skin retouching and everything I started learning and burn now
2: Mm -hmm.
1: for skin retouching to hopefully get better at beauty shots at one
0: point (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
1: which Takes up a lot of time. So I've been learning That's a lot of patience.
0: Yeah. Well, good for um. you. I mean, no, your shots <laughs> your, your, your shots look great. I mean, I, I really like them. So. Thank you. And I mean, I think too, like, as, as, as you look at some of your photos too, like there is a progression, right? Like from, yeah. from the shots that are kind of more candid, like people on the street to the ones that are more, or certainly beauty shots, but also just your fashion shots. Like I see a real yeah. progression there. So, so yeah, well done well done
2: Uh, thank
1: you (laughs) thank you yeah because actually funny because i was talking to a friend about and i said like do you think i should archive my old pictures Uh and then she said like i actually like that when i look at your profile i can see how much you progressed in your photography and it's nice for she said like even for clients to see it's not like a bad thing so i was like i decided to just keep it there it's nice to even for myself yeah. just go back and see that actually is progress yeah And i actually wanted to send you some of my newer work but unfortunately i cannot publish it yet because um uh, some shots got picked up by a magazine and others okay. were in collaboration yeah, <laughs> but yeah. there will be some more exciting stuff coming oh soon. cool
0: well i look forward to seeing them for sure <laughs> i
1: you.
0: i yeah definitely um and speaking of that why don't we like let's look at your third picture yeah because that's well, a great that's a great shot
1: yeah, thank you. It's uh, one of my favorite shoes from last year, actually. And this one is actually for a client. So, okay. Um, this is a local jewelry brand. Okay. Um, and she actually uh, approached me through Instagram. And then okay. um, we met, and um, I kind of started to be like the brand photographer. So, I do like product nice. for them, but also these kind of campaigns. So, and I tried to pick like from this shoot, it was hard to pick because there's like many different ones that mm-hmm. I really liked. Um, I picked this one because I kind of like how it's framed by the yeah. um, the plants and um, they match the jewelry really well. It's one of my favorite pieces from her. They're all handmade. Nice. Um, which I like. And it, I picked it as well because not this particularly shot, but from this um, shoot, she printed images and she had like put them up in her store. Okay. So for me, that was the first time to have like a hugely printed image. Yeah, so, um, so that's why I picked it. Um, I didn't pick the one that she printed, but I picked this one. The model was amazing too. Again, that's what I like about these shots as well, because it's not just my work, Yeah. but it's it's like a collaboration always, even because the, You need the model to understand what you want. The model, if she is very good or he, Mm -hmm. they just give you something of their own as well. And then you just roll with it. So it's always like a bit of a teamwork. So that's why I like it as well so
2: much. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. And you see how in like here, I think you can actually see exactly what, what this, um, it's like the star piece kind of of the photo, it's like the necklace and the um the I don't know how they're called they' have like ah oh, the, the
2: bracelet, the or?
1: yeah, if, yeah it has like a different name the bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like yeah, the bracelet, I think it's okay to say, yeah. um so obviously, like with this is like a pose when I would do it myself like if it was just like an editorial i wouldn't have her probably put the arm like this
2: Mm -hmm.
1: since you want to highlight the bracelet using like you have to show it which is a star piece it's wonderfully done um it's a very creative piece so you have to like have this in the middle of the shot
0: (laughs) totally yeah i know that that's true i've shot jewelry before and it really changes it doesn't it like when you're you you know you're from versus just kind of normal creative stuff where you're just like okay just be yourself and do what you want to do and you're like no no no, you've got to profile this piece and that piece so yeah
1: but this is why before i also said like when it is for a client um the disc was always first into the like how i would set up a shot i would always think okay what do i want to show in the shot Mm -hmm. and then i would go from there Right, which is not maybe the most creative approach but it depends on the kind of work if the client says like you know I just want the shot to be natural or like whatever you want to do
0: um,
1: and if the the pieces are sort of an accessory but if you want to shoot for the website and social media and to hang it in the store you kind of want that to be the most prominent item of the shot
0: yeah well it's, you know it's a beautiful shot and I think you know one of the one of the great things about it too is just like tonality in the shot is yeah. just so nice like the greens and the kind of the 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 white beigey colors you know it just really works
1: yeah i love it too i also love her um eyes and like her
0: expression on mm-hmm. there. It's funny how we, it's funny how we get into like such nuances, right? And when you're yeah. looking at a shot, you're just like, oh yeah. And I love the way <laughs> that the, the leaf, the texture and the leaf is so, yeah. you know, it's great. So.
1: Yeah. That's the beauty about it though. Like you go back to it and you, um, you see all these new things, which is sometimes it's hard for me to look at my own work. Sure. Um, and then I go like, oh my God, but you could have had the hand differently. Yeah. I know. I was more stretched and I should have removed this hair and I should have done this differently,
0: yeah.
1: um, which highlights the progress as well. It's hard for me to sometimes go back and see like, Oh, I love this shot.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 And I just have two more kind of questions I wanted to ask you. One yeah. was like, again, because you do and, and professionally, like we all do different stuff. I don't think, I don't think all photographers have the the luxury of just being photographers, you know, it doesn't always yeah. pay the bills, but you know, part of your work is in photography. Part of your work, as I said, was in like content and SEO stuff and websites and content. Like, are you, do you, if you look kind of into the future, let's say like three to five years into the future, um, would you hope that you were doing more of one and less of the other or entirely one and not of the other? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah,
1: definitely. I definitely want to do photography. Um, as like my main job and yeah. then just less marketing and I've been fortunate enough that it sort of shifted that way in the last one and a half two years yeah. where I could pick up more and more photography and less and less marketing I have a few clients that I stick with mm-hmm. um but I don't take on any new ones at the moment um for the marketing part I yeah. love when I can combine the two so sure. when I um if somebody says, like, okay, you can, like, develop a concept for social media and also create the content for it, um, that's, like, the dream scenario because then right. I can just do both and it doesn't mean one or another. Right. Um, so that's what I want to do more in the future as well. Not as much doing me just writing the content and, like, scheduling the posts, but sort of create the, the visual content, so of the images and like sort of the posts, but not being there the one that posts all the time, but sort of giving people a, a guidance of how they can arrange the pictures themselves.
0: yeah and, you're, like, um, you're like a, you're like a, like a full threat on all the friends. you do it all it's amazing I'm sure you're, I'm sure <laughs> your clients are super happy with it, so <laughs> I uh, hope so yeah. um, let's, let's do yeah, um, I can, go ahead
1: yeah sorry. I, Wanted to say because I was just talking about this the other day. It's with photography; it's so different because I've always, in my life, I've been thinking, okay, if I don't do this, then I do another thing, and then I learn something else. But with photography, since I discovered like how, that, I can actually do it for work. I want to do this. I yeah. know that I want to do this. So it's um, definitely something that I want to do full as like my main job, and then have the other one aside.
0: Right. Well, you're 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 definitely on your way.
2: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
0: yeah, it looks great. Let's do let's do something that I kind of like to end off with is we do like a quick fire round of questions. Yeah, we're okay? just
2: that. You like the quick fire? <laughs> Quickfire
0: is fun. <laughs> okay, so you ready? Yeah. Okay. Favorite location to shoot in Malta.
1: Um oh, this is, even this one is so hard. I know. Um I like Antofia for yeah. um. Outside and like beach and that kind of environment. And you have this, um, for people who don't know how Malta look, you have this like clay kind of structure.
0: It's true. Yeah.
1: Which is just very weird, but it's amazing for pictures. And you have the beach and the colors are just amazing. Yeah. And then for a more like uh, urban environment, of course, Valletta.
0: Yeah. Again, I'm not an ambassador, but you got to go visit Malta. That's great. Um, it's <laughs> digital, Digital f- or film.
1: Um, uh, digital definitely because yes. I shoot a lot and I like that I make mistakes and it's so easy to
0: it's true, yeah, I know because you can like lay-
1: it's amazing, but um, it's very hard,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, hardest thing to learn about photography when starting out,
2: um,
1: to Trust yourself with the, the camera settings to take a second um to get the the priff, the lighting good and not stress about it and the editing. Definitely. Okay.
0: editing. <laughs> <laughs> um has any one photographer inspired you?
1: Um I I thought about this but like I can I don't have one I have like three. Okay. Um I have Annie Leibovitz. Yeah. Um just cuz also she has like a great approach in like just capturing like emotions in the moment and she sometimes um, sets up like a setting, but then just throws off her concept. So I really like that. Yeah. I like Jürgen Teller. He's because also like, he's a really weird style. Okay. But he really thinks like a lot out of the box. Yeah. Um, there's this like shot where he shot um, Kim Kardashian on a pile of dirt. Okay. Is- <laughs> <laughs> and then I like um, Mango Street. is like two photographers, I think today, our husband and wife from um, L.A., Okay. They're really creative with their work. They do really fun stuff.
0: Okay. Um, What do you eat when you're doing your editing? Or drink? (laughs) (laughs) Because we all all do it. We all just kind of hunker down and we get comfortable.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, Crackers. Yeah. And um, all sorts of fruit. And there's these... um, nuts with salt and honey that I can just like eat them all up (laughs) like it's really bad but yeah that's the best and then for drinking it's coffee tea um or when it's late sometimes the beer
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) we all do it right we've all got we all got the candles going we got the music we got our food I had to ask that question um and dream portrait subject. If you could photograph one person.
2: Um,
1: oh. I wanted to say Kat Moss, but then like I heard that uh, you already had that on your podcast.
0: But it, it's a great it is, but it's a great it's a great one. But she is But
1: a- I also want do you know Winnie Harbour? She's um I think she's Canadian actually. Okay. She's a, she's a Canadian to make or you know, something and she has this um, I don't know how it's called that skin condition where you have
0: uh, Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah. and she's absolutely uh, stunning. She's very pretty. Yeah. Um very interesting and I would love to capture her.
0: That's a good one. That's a great one. That's it, Ines. Thank you oh, for thank so you for cool. coming on the show. <laughs> What's like thank you for what having. You have mentioned it a couple of times, but if you were to look forward in the next 12 months, what's something that's kind of exciting for you? I mean, um, you, mentioned, you mentioned the exi- exhibition, but...
1: Yeah. And actually, yeah, we have another wedding. <laughs> for
0: another wedding, our, okay. My,
1: my good friends. And one of my friends is having a baby, so I, I just oh, cool. for it to capture them.
0: Amazing. So, well, yeah. it's, been, it's been so good to talk to you.
1: Yeah, it was a pleasure. Yeah, it was
0: thank you. So, thanks... Good. Thanks for coming on the show. And I again, I would encourage people to go and check out uh, Inessa's work. Um, definitely look her up for uh, fashion, uh, any any content creation stuff. As I said, she's kind of the full threat. She does it all. So whether it be the image side of stuff or the uh, kind of more narrative, <clears throat> excuse me, description of stuff. Definitely uh, connect with Ines about that, and if you're visiting Malta, connect with her too. It's uh, she could be a great tour guide, I think, for for <laughs> photos and and if you want your photos taken. Uh, the best way to get in touch with her is through her website, which is www.ienesbahr.me and i'll put that in the notes to the podcast and also through instagram because we all do instagram uh that's at ines bar underscore photography and again i'll put that into the notes so uh ines, have a great day and again thanks so much
1: thank you this was great
0: Episode 8. My thanks to Ines for coming on the show today and talking to us about what it's like to be a photographer in Malta, doing the SEO marketing photography thing all in one go and working with clients. You know I think these are all things that people who are starting out as photographers and starting out as small business owners uh, could really benefit by and I think You know, Ines is doing it. She's living it. So, again, thank you to Ines for coming on the show. As always, if you want to uh, download or subscribe to the podcast, you can do that through Google, Spotify, or Apple. And those links will be in the notes to the podcast. And what can I say? I hope everybody's well and take care. Next show, we are going to have a great guest on, special guest. uh, It's Johanna Reynolds. She's a painter from Toronto. And again, I'm excited to kind of expand into uh, the podcast into spaces that are not just for photographers only. It's for creators of all shapes and sizes and types. So really welcome Joanna on the show and excited to do that. So until then, everybody take care and have a great week. Bye for now.